Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. We have some Akashic Record records, reading, tarot, the lovely 5D Mystics life. A little bit of this going on today as I contemplate our moving forward with the content. I love knowing that the Enlightenment Soul Age Group individuals, the ones of you who are in beginning, you're starting to get a hold of your mysticism, that those people who are in the spectrum are gravitating and navigating towards a whole lot of different types of information. So the younger generation is more of that than any of the others that I've seen so far, but we'll, we'll use groups. So when I meet the people who are aware that metaphysics as a terrorism and all that is in the spiritual group of people is something explainable, they usually will talk about mysticism as something that is a normal phenomenon because consciousness is a field of energy. So they know of it in the form of science already. And the ones of us who have, though, the tapping into our oversoul, that, that's the people that have a bit more of a relationship with, with it. And I'd say that their relationship is dependent on if they're a person who's in 5D or not, obviously. A 5D individual will not claim to have ownership over their oversoul fragments and pieces and the collective so we don't dictate rules or laws or tell people how to do life we don't lecture them like they're children uh, we don't actually treat them as if they don't know what they're doing when i see the tarot readers who are basically motivating people it reminds me of motivational speakers and you know there's a very huge difference between inspiring people and motivating them. And motivating means that I get to fuel you and fire you up. And inspiring means I get to stand in a way of sharing with you aspects that you can look up to if you want to and achieve as well. And I would definitely say the 5D person is someone who gets to be inspired and does not need to be motivated because we don't actually need other people to tell us how to get excited about life. And we don't actually need a purpose or meaning in order for us to get excited about life. Now, the 5D person who comes at that spectrum is a person who does not have a defectiveness cycle. Those who have a defectiveness cycle is a shame cycle. And before they are actually able to feel any sense of their own inspiration in the absence of meaning and purpose, uh, there's the dissolving of shame that must first take place, which is that broken heart. And that feeling is what I want to continue to present so that people can know this is not a competition. Life is your life and all people have what is a heart. We also all have an attachment system and some of us actually have a secure attachment within our body so we were able to maintain a secure 
body, restorative embodied self. And that's not actually pink tainted glasses. It's a way of being able to use our body, meaning the ventral vagal nerve, to engage in what is a feeling of comfort when our lovely emotions arose as we grew up from childhood to young teenage to young adult to adults. Okay, so it isn't a magic wand. And mystics, as, as well as not mystics that are 5D, will, will have known and will know this. And that's why we don't do human suffering. We don't get into a uh, lock, loop lock, whatever that's called, thinking and ruminate in a biochemistry of fear. That's because the minute we start using our thinking brain is the minute we know we're wielding it. So there's a consciousness of a person who's like, wow, I'm thinking this stuff. Of course, I'm going to feel shitty if I keep thinking certain things. And really, we don't even get there because it actually seems like we're in the middle of a pity party if we're actually making up something that sounds like an inner critic and or an outer critic and or just any story that has nothing to do with what is taking place within our emotional realm. There's a very straightforward way that you handle emotions when you have a love cycle because imperfection is normal and the aspect of defectiveness is not what we know. We know imperfection and it's normal because I will have, yes, toes and fingers, but I will be told that I'm a person who's different from other people and yada, 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 and all the ways adults will talk to children. Now, again, in the great circumstances, we have what are going to be good examples in the not so great circumstances. We have people who don't have good examples. And then we have movies who give horrible examples of what it is to tap into your intelligence because drama land is not you tapping into intelligence, uh, nor is continuing to believe in myths such as you only use 10% of your brain or myths such as you're more left or brain, right brain dominant. These are popular culture myths that people on actual websites that have titles such as psychology today will still have you you the the part about this information is that we've had it for quite some time it's just uh everyone gets to pick and choose what they consider to believe in or not so the educated people we actually understand that there's going to be mistakes again imperfection part of all things uh, human made thank you so the only ones who have conditions are those same disciples from the story of the Zen master or just adaptive children who don't know what it means to grow an integration of the mind and become flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, and stable as they have conversations about different ideas. And on that note, it's really nice to know how to be an adult ever since you've been a kid and to get better at it, by the way, a functional adult. And so the mystics, uh, we actually have I'd say a beautiful journey. So spirituality process, I want to share that one. And I don't have the honor of knowing Sadhguru face-to-face, but I have had the honor of doing inner engineering, yoga of grace, Shambhavi Kriya. And I have the honor of having this lovely access to the field of consciousness and to be able and have dreams and channel guidance and, you know, do a lot of other things that other mystics do too. So when I got to read those Akashic record readings for a close oversoul part of mine recently, I was very fascinated in how quick the messages decided to come through because, you know, there's a whole preparation that happens 
and 4D people, they, they don't know how to disengage from rituals because they believe it's the ritual that actually gives them access to this field. 5D person knows we're energy. There's no need for rituals. It's just a practice that is done so that you may organize and focus. But we have a very good way of wielding our own brain. So we don't need practice into learning how to focus. There's what is called your neocortex, which is your also, excuse me, prefrontal cortex. And our executive decision maker is something that we like to use because thinking is fucking awesome. And in fact, it's because we don't do the inner critic or outer critic. So again, we're not defective, we're imperfect. And when we realize that something's happened, which was whatever it is that other people will have defined it, we will think about it, we will be okay emotionally, and we will learn and expand. And there you go. As we grow up, those of you who grew up in my time, because those who are growing up now, they have a lot more educated people about emotions, luckily for them. So we get to have less individuals having to conform to something that will not allow them to tap into uh, the depths of them, which is actually why not everybody will necessarily go through a similar spirituality process as others, because they're automatically going to be staying connected to their self. The self of you is your name, by the way, and uh, Patrick McNamara explains that it's the right orbital cortex or some temporal cortex, right temporal something that is where it, our self is biologically the center of the self, so it inhibits and it controls our primal default activities and then also higher functions of thinking and stuff like that. So one will use their whole brain as a person who taps into the intelligence because they use their actual thinking and emotional as they're growing up. Again, a person who has a love cycle will know of this because we are imperfect, but we're not defective. The people who have this heartbreak, gut wrench and torn apart, let me share two words because here's where those immature feminines who think of themselves as spirituality processes because they have clairs and they can tap into akashic records and they can tap into uh, channeled guidance and they have a whole bandwidth that they actually experience in a very different way by the way than the 5d because when they begin their journey due to them having a group that will define them as spiritually anointed if you will and or as special they will also feel that they are special now that they have these powers which aren't powers it's just access to a field of energy that we are all actually a part of but they will feel that they are powers however the thing is when you connect to that supernatural there's a way the brain works patrick mcnamara again has given us a lot of information on that what i've noticed 4d people do is they end up in structural dissociation modes a lot of times and in fact the way that they get out of this structural dissociation as well as sometimes out-of-body experience is as they move into their own ability to get the self not in grandiosity so out of that out of a one up not in self-limitation so out of a one down essentially any person that is 4d and moves out of this i'm defective i'm unworthy this inner critic, outer critic, this insecure ego, whether they are 
boosting themselves up to help to make themselves feel strong, they realize, wait, I don't feel this way. I actually feel like a failure. Or I feel like a failure. Wait a minute, I'm not a failure. When people have real talk with themselves at the heart, though, the somatic sensory motor and trauma experts, they help the people who want to get out of hell. That's where the shame button actually is in. And they walk out of hell by going through the ladders of purgatory. And then it's really burning because, you know, again, that defectiveness feeling when you hone in on it, which is by not speaking, but actually just acknowledging the sensation that arises and it's at the heart level and then your throat, and you're most likely going to have your head as well, the third eye. So there's going to be an overwhelming feeling of you wanting to stay crouched down. What they say it feels like is a disconnected fear that's so profound. It's very, 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 um, I wanted to say scary, but it's not scary because it's like a dark cave but it will be an overwhelming release of actual tears. A person who will recognize, wow, I really feel broken, but this feeling is not true. I really feel unworthy, but this feeling is not true. When they're either walking themselves with love or they have a good somatic sensory motor trauma therapist giving them psychoeducation or a mentor who knows about this basics and how to work with shame and to express to people it's normal. It's part of the human uh, makeup when there's a disconnect because in the household there's a caregiver and or caregivers that actually are not able to meet the contingent communication that your attachment system needs and you have had unfortunately a beginning to life that is this brokenness but you're not broken. The developmental strategy of your body was to protect you and to stay sane, you had to mask this shame, and masking shame became, I'm defective, I'm unworthy, it's my fault, I'm guilty of this, uh, mommy, daddy don't like me because I'm not good enough, mommy, daddy, or mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy don't want me because I'm ugly, whatever it is, the story began as a child, as you began talking, it was something along the lines of I'm to blame, or I'm awesome, I'm awesome, I'm everything, I'm everything, and let me continue to just do this. So grandiosity or limited is both shame. And then inner outer critic, denying and withdrawing, and, and we have a whole buttload of people that actually relate to each other from this space. They're two-year-old, and they're not aware of their shame because it's masked by their actual anger of the teenager who becomes a 14, 15, 16 who spites the parents and anyone else who will remotely try to engage with them because now that I'm old enough, let me show you what I can do and I will take my vengeance. And in fact, when I see 4D people and their intuition and the way they handle themselves, it's teenage land all over the place. And they're tapping into the energy makes them special for the people that are teenagers like them who want to follow their leader because they have the same specific wound and vision, which is something that will be a similar story. And that's because they live out a story. And that's something that we're going to again put over there because Enlightenment Soul Age Group and actual 5D mystics don't live a story. 
<clears throat> no, no, our names are our names, and then we will know our relationship to a field, and we will become more and more educated in time because we will immediately know with Claire's that we are not anointed or special ones, that we are going through something called a ascension, a spiritual transformation. So again, for my generation in my age group, 43, they will have heard and known and learned of all the 5D mystics, metaphysics, esotericism stuff. Plus with a said guru in town, we also have a very good spirituality leader. And then with the 5D educators, we have a lot of good human science stuff, including physics and all the technology has shared and continues to share a lot more and how evil doesn't exist. It's the heart of a person that is in a body that can move into its restored embodied self and the integrated mind, which is a work of personal development. And so finding your own meaning and purpose is something possible, in fact, very likely, but that's where the person gets to choose if they want to engage in that self-actualization or if they're going to consistently look to achievements as they ignore their own self which is masked by the idea of aggrandizement or limitations. And you will notice it again from how they relate to others and our future, which is, oh no, humans, oh my God, they suck. Oh no, humans, they don't know what they're doing, they suck. Oh, we're going towards destruction. Ah, Okay, so that's not anywhere near where we're headed because we are always in the here and now the 5d person so today is whatever day this episode is released and it is the time whenever it is you're hearing it and 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 there that's now it's not yesterday now so if you're still breathing great that means you got 24 hours maybe or at least you know hopefully fingers crossed very straightforward how we want to productively use our time and it will be in areas of great interest which do not involve um, any area that is something of a sob story, excuse me. And that's where those groups that lead their sob story, the leader is making the waves, they're following, and we get to see them all in line, following the leader, the leader, the leader, following the leader, wherever they may go. Okay, so with all of that in mind, for the 5D mystic, it's a very different journey in the Enlightenment Soul Age group when we're moving into our expansion. Because, again, we don't get lost in the storyland, but we will venture off into it. So I've had visits with archangels. I've had the light body experiences, at least three, and then I got the rainbow body. And after the rainbow body, I began having other energetic um experiences one two three yeah so this is where by the time this first big energy body experience happened which it was what seemed to me to be a big big man and i'm saying the energy and the presence and it was funny because in that same moment other two people in my life around the same time they also had a visit by a similar energy but obviously they were all different mine had nothing to do with a person who was passed away although my friend who did see a person who passed away actually thought that i had seen them so they picked up on the visitation that i had the other person they picked up on their actual 
figure that was actually in a uh, life-threatening situation. So they picked up on the person as they were falling down. They, in fact, got a phone call and they had to rush to get to the hospital and they, luckily, everybody was fine. The other in in instead was departed and the energy that I meet or met, if you will, and again, it was by perceiving that they were present and then having confirmation in a different way and some people would say, oh, that's such a coincidence, right? The, the skeptical individuals, which I love skeptics. I love having them in my life because that's where they have a purpose. And so do we. And energy is energy. You can't really prove it, nor does a person who actually achieve the full spirituality process when they are moving into ascension, they already know it's not about proving anything. And that's because a person who knows their own worth which is where a person who knows we're all imperfect and not defective will not second guess their actual experiences the only people who have self-doubt are the loop thinking people who live in a biochemistry of fear when they're just using their rumination brains and living in that space so their actual energy is nowhere near enlightenment because they don't know how to sit in the silence of their body in a ventral vagal because they haven't actually honed in on the emotion of sadness which is really masked with other and that's because rumination doesn't allow you to release the sadness so you creating a story with a hero and a villain or just any story is not you allowing the emotion just to sit and to pass and to go furthermore in the absence of you tending to the fear state after the sadness is gone, you're not actually allowing yourself to put into practice what is uh, ventral vagal nerve toning. You're not learning how to get out of this um, state of your nervous system being activated. Instead, when you bring rest and restoration, so you choose, hey, body, you're safe, and you get yourself to move into it, you get to put into practice ventral vagal. You get to put into practice your own body's capability to be able to self-regulate. And that is something that you begin whenever it is. You begin to learn to self-regulate. Now, we do, first of all, learn how to regulate our nervous system based on the input that we get from the household. That That's why it's very important to know about attachment categories and to know about restorative embodied self, modulated, dysregulated. So 5D mystics, once you're here, if you come out of a defectiveness cycle in a shame cycle, you will have a good relationship with your body, with your dream state, with your channeling, with everything, and you will know that you're not here to tell people that they're broken or fixable or any of that. You would note that you're not here to do any sort of uh, let me tell you about your life. Uh, you're a person like anybody else. So you are a self that is whole and knows how to be a grown-up, and you can support others to be whole and to be their grown-up. And there's a very different way that we will bring forth our messages to those who are grown-ups of themselves. As a 5D mystic, when I do Akashic record readings or tarot card readings for my loved ones, it's always in a, you are your own grown-up, and here's what I can share with you from what I am gathering. And they, in fact, appreciate that, and they don't 
go to any other types of mystics and when they come across people who are 4D and therefore who hone in only on the rituals and uh, they do the whole light and dark and uh, they, they believe that supernatural has some magical powers, the people who are grown-ups and aware of the physics and the science, they, they will not uh, be quite enamored with those individuals at all because they will feel and seem like uh, out of uh, kindness I want to say that they just won't take them seriously and at times they can become a bit obnoxious because when you get an extreme vegan vegetarian extreme holistic person extreme uh, anyone that is extreme in these areas, uh, extreme spirituality person, not said guru, he's a guru, he's not extreme. He shares with us how to live a spirituality process life and a lot more. And he also supports a conscious planet. So he does actively speaking things to help the water and the soil and the planet in and of itself and humanity. Uh, the same thing goes with 5D educators. The ones who are pushing one agenda or another and that's in various and a variety of groups are the ones i'm talking about the 5d person will not fall for the group talk and therefore they will not actually engage in that type of content or material let alone a tarot reader or akashic record reader or a holistic practitioner reiki included and mindfulness meditation as well so when people are their own adults they like to be treated like that they like to have people educate and empower them when people want a leader they will not look to be empowered so they will come across information like the ihp stuff and they will come in and out and maybe just drop on by for some stuff and then that's about it you know, in order to motivate yourself, there has to be your own inner fire. So inspiration isn't something that calls to those who don't know how to be motivated in life. And that's why there's a difference between those who do motivational speaking and those who know you can't be motivated to get better in your own life if you need that. And what I mean by that is if your life isn't that important to you to find a way to get the energy level in your body up, yeah, that's just, uh, it's like the gym. I'll use the gym. I do not like physical activity in any way, shape, or form to this day. <laughs> something that the universe, if you will. Oh, life. I love life. Uh, so I have scoliosis, and there's always a way for anyone who knows about balance, for balance to find a way to impose itself upon you, because that is actually what wisdom is all about. Is about having likes and dislikes in your life to get to manage with equanimity. It's the most fun journey ever, may I add. So long story short, physical activity. To this day, I do not enjoy it, but I do know I want to make it a recurring part of my agenda in my 24 hours and that I want to do so regularly sooner than later because my back and my entire body will be grateful for it because that's how muscles maintain their efficacy. It's like the brain. 
Okay, so if you're a smart person, that means stable, mature, adaptive, rational, and teachable, and you're also someone who knows that you don't need to be told too many different ways how to maintain a healthy body. And especially today with lovely technology, sharing with us the fallacies of the past, and that's because they didn't have technology to see how our body's chemistry works and how our nervous system engages with our health and a lot of other things. I have that one book that I need to read as well. There's so many of the books besides my courses, but the one on uh, the lady who talks about aging and how it's not about your age. There's another way that they look at how old you are. And there's like a blood work that you can do and look at. I forget which one are of the values, but based on the blood work and specific, uh, I forget again what it was she says, but you can figure out your age. And if you look at all the findings when it comes to how you process your emotions, so epigenetics and just, again, the new neuroscience or in psychoeducation, they will share with all people how a healthy body gets to be healthy when you have this restorative embodied self. Your social engagement system, when your body's at ease, it's because you're feeling safe to be around people now granted some will say but you work from home you have a lucky life you you choose your schedule you do yes exactly that's the point some of us actually step by step by step knew exactly where we wanted ahead which was i want a balanced lifestyle of interests and of my inner well-being and i will make sure that i accomplish this and that involves people in addition to what job I do, I was a teenager and I already knew where I was going. And in fact, I'm 43 and I still know where I'm going. So when people say I'm lucky, I like to say, sure, I'm lucky. I'll go with that. Because again, we don't motivate people. We inspire them and inspiring is you can do it too if you want. But hey, you can use the word lucky. I'm not going to be a one to say, no, I'm not lucky because I am lucky. The part about what I did to get here, I don't need to go around flaunting my mantles because that's not actually a nice thing to do. I was taught how to be a grown-up and to be respectful of people. And those who can, to be humble towards those who can't. And so humbleness is an actual very, very good gift that we have all the time. Furthermore, you know what happens when you actually try to tell an adaptive child I mean, I know how I reacted when I was being told I had to go to the gym in high school. You want to know how I reacted? I did my best to walk my two-mile run that they fucking made me do every year in my lovely, horrible middle school, high school. Every year, I said, I am not running this. I am walking it. Do you also know that during PE was the only time I could take off this back brace that I wore for 23 hours a day. I only had one hour a day and I had to use my one hour with a class that I hated and that to this day, I know I shouldn't use that word, but oh my gosh, did I hate gym to the core of me. And I'm like, you're not going to make me work out because you're making me go now every day because that was their excuse. We're going to make you do something healthy so that it becomes a habit. It's like, yeah, you know what? In order for it to become a habit, I actually need to want to do it, which I don't. So I'm using me because the objectivity of any human being should be we are stubborn. Oh, yes, we are. Then it should also be we do know what balance is when you get taught even just the basics. 
So there are those who come from backgrounds that don't enjoy a specific type of surrounding. Those people are not members of society in a way that we can actually say it's great because they actually don't have the ability to do certain things that others like me and those like I can. And it is in an effort to support all people to have sustainability with a safe space in order for that to happen there has to be working with our structures and the good thing about the good somatics sensory motor and trauma educators is they work with different professionals even my field as a mentor and that's because they understand how transgenerational trauma passes down this is why i chose to continue the learning and get mindfulness practitioner certificate and the life holistic life coach not because i need those arenas but to propose mindfulness and holistic modules to people in the future and systems and not random just individuals i'm saying to bring forth to the system organizations to the governments to those who lead schools to those who have an effect that does not have a uh, way of stopping. For as much as I know, those lovely adaptive children, the 4D plane keeps talking about the aliens coming in and getting you. Yeah, that's uh, more likely not going to happen. I'm so sorry that they actually still live in Atlantean land. And I have very, very fond memories from my different uh, visions. I know my past lives and one of them definitely has something related to do with um, Atlantean and some have to do with future but these are parts of the self of me the person Maria I don't need to have to believe that they are somewhere out there (laughs) because plus particle physics shows that these 11 dimensions that exist they exist but they're in a particle land. Again, this is dream state. And it's not a bad or good thing. It's a thing. What I love about the people who are skeptical is that they don't need to believe in us, the mystics, because physics is going to explain things. So it's okay if we don't have people think of us as special. (laughs) We're not special. But what I do love seeing when I get to give Akashic Record readings and tarot card readings or when I have a Reiki session with those who don't believe in energy therapy and then they have one or anyone who doesn't believe in crystals and doesn't know about the field of energy through metaphysics as a terrorism. So they just are skeptics because they don't believe What I love when I get to interact with them, because I'm not somebody who says you have to believe this is something that exists. I I totally don't. I say you and your skepticism is something that is here for a reason. It's great. I actually don't need you to believe in me because I know science can explain things in bits and pieces as we move into more of our technological era. And so what I love seeing, though, is their faces every time anyone's ever had any type of reading with me now some they won't give feedback but that's because 
they actually are already intuitives themselves and because they take stuff like akashic record readings with a grain of salt because again it doesn't partake to this life for those who are spirituality processes meaning like i when you're an actual mystic it's not just some random thing it's not just something that doesn't belong to you it is something that you will feel like your skin and this is where the difference for 5d mystic is that it's like yourself and because you will tend to take care of yourself even if you don't like to have to work out <laughs> okay so you will pout and make a big deal about it and and that's the only thing that i actually personally don't enjoy besides obviously my panic attacks that that i definitely don't enjoy um but i can say there's very few things that frustrate me again when you actually create a life with people that support you no matter what and you allow yourself to handle those who do not support you with compassion there is no absence of love in your body and there's no absence of life there's no absence of meaning and there's no absence of motivation or inspiration it's all within you because every day you get gifted 24 hours to do it again and then you get to do it again and there are no mistakes for those of us who are imperfect because it's called learning <laughs> and not because we're ever going to get to perfection because that's a word that really they created it i don't even know why oh i forgot the people who live their defectiveness shame cycles i'm so sorry for those who have human suffering i really am but at the same time they get to keep choosing to disregard that they can move out of it and so on that note again we don't motivate we inspire why because motivation don't do shit for those who don't want to tend to their well-being i don't like doing exercises i don't like having to walk i don't like physical activity and i'm using me on purpose because i'm objective about this and that has not changed in the years and years and years of me having to do stuff like this and it will not change every one of us has a personality it's the self of you when you can own it and be a two-year-old in a older body meaning you're an older human being who's not going to let the two-year-old get wah, 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 wah. <laughs> okay so the more you can laugh about it the more your two-year-old is the actual adult you not the two-year-old and it's the essence of life that every person stores within their heart if they get out of for those who have shame cycles they get out of this defectiveness thing uh, for those of us who don't ever have one we are actually on a roll and for those who are in the middle thinking of themselves as anointed ones they're not on any roll they're just still doing the same thing they just think they're stronger now because they got vengeance going on it's very sad for me to use that word but the truth is they actually cling on in a way of vengeance to likes and dislikes and they get so bitter in their body and it's just awful the ones who accept that their fate is destined they get totally what's the word um no energy that's the word they don't have energy so they're not motivated and sometimes they are and sometimes they're not they come in and out and in and out and they don't even know what they're doing so they get older but they don't get more of anything um the bitter ones 
they have to die it down a notch so they just get really old and snappity and yeah that's sad for them but the younger generation luckily have a lot more information on how that is not really great for the body and so they work with the psychoeducators this is why the older generation don't like the new stuff because it's telling these young kids don't listen to these people on how you feel we don't uh, care what they want to tell you we'll be here for you and granted there are things that are not yet in the best of spots but it is not by telling people that emotions are stupid that that's going to change and in fact anyone who says emotions are stupid doesn't have relationship with the two-year-old and emotions which indicates not an integration of the mind yet because the emotions are what come up from that lovely brainstem of ours and then that limbic system also is engaged and your cortex is where you're supposed to be able to wield it if you're the adult version of yourself which would mean that you know emotions wow they're amazing so when we're presented with scenarios that we never think possible and that the 4d community loves to make up stories for and the stories are because they don't know how to control their own uh, brain they have no idea how to tap into it for that matter they can have all the intuitiveness they want they don't know how to work with their emotions you've not tapped into half of your brain yet i don't know how else to spell it out to these individuals except for not spelling it out and the people who are owners of their life don't know any different and usually though they're very proactive so at least they have a charge going on and they usually are proactive consistently the ones who are owners and adults of themselves mystics or not they don't like to be told what to do they don't need motivation and they love inspiration because they're inspired by themselves and life and all that is around us because they look forward to contributing in those 24 hours to leaving our lovely plane in a better way than it was yesterday because they actually are inspired to leave life for others to continue bringing forth breath this is what it means when you actually believe in life and yourself and humanity and you're actually in any type of 5d mysticism for that matter let alone enlightenment words that people will flock to enlightenment time like sheep I see them. I was telling this person, I said, you know, out of all the content that I do, I've noticed the patterns. I'm not surprised. Like I noticed the patterns when I first began with the inner growth mindset too. It's always amazing how our lovely egos work. Man, I love those egos. What I love even more are the smart egos, stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable, and the ones who actually see through a lot of things with themselves and they inspire each other and we're all inspiring together. And they don't just flock on over with the mantle of enlightenment or the mantle of uh, mysticism. The ones who do, they come in and out. That's the part where uh, obviously anyone can come in and out. And what they will leave and what they will gain will depend on what they will have taken with them. But usually... When people don't know how to take ownership of their life, they don't really do much with what they've experienced. So they can take something, but the application 
won't be consistent. So they won't build anything with it. See, when you're building yourself, you build it consistently long-term when you have a love cycle, which is where imperfection is consistently a part of my journey. It's called stubbornness. As I said, I to this day do not like doing my exercises, but I force myself because I know it's for my better health. And it feels really great when I do it, by the way. But I still do not enjoy doing it. So what are we going to do? Are we going to allow the laziness, quote unquote, which it's not laziness. It's just that my brain actually likes to study. I like to think. I don't like to do other stuff. I like to learn. That's my favorite actually activity and so when i have to do that other stuff it takes me two or three hours two or three hours where i don't get the chance to do class material work knowledge okay so everyone has preference this is my point but everyone knows of balance if they've grown up enough to understand that all is important or you get pushed to <laughs> understand it so here's the other part that i i want to share the 5D mystics with the love cycle, we will notice how we get pushed. That's why we don't call it being pushed. We understand that we get nudged. It's like when Sadhguru says, Akash nudges him. We don't call it necessarily Akash. Once we begin understanding this nudging, we're like, okay, fine, fine. <laughs> I will do what I'm going to get to do. The individuals who have defectiveness shame they depends it depends this is when remember said guru's quote about le life leading you places and either you will find yourself walking on two legs or you'll find yourself with one leg so when people don't listen to their hearts and there's many that don't it's because they again don't want to deal with the broken heart feeling it's a, a child's broken heart feeling it means going through aspects that are very emotional and if you have never began to create a relationship with the vulnerability of your heart you don't know any of that yet and so it's just that um the part about how people turn away they can motivate all they want and that's why we're happy for those who have the middle ground and they find 4d 3d other soul age groups they get to live a good life anyways and that's good for them as a 5D mystic, what I can tell you is that there's a lot more to every person that I've ever met and that they have had opportunities throughout the years and years. And I'm talking about a, a vast array of my oversoul, not just a small portion. And, and for the collective as a whole, there's so much more to every person that when they allow their defectiveness shame cycle and their two-year-old to rule and for them to call emotions stupid... You know, um, it's interesting is what I'm going to say because there are aspects as 43-year-old person that I knew as a teenager and I still feel that I have so much more that I want to learn and that I want to experience and there are so many people that are not even halfway peeking out of their little, you know, um their boxes it's 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 a very interesting space for the enlightenment so age group person and it's different than spirituality because you know while Sadhguru thinks of the 
expansion of consciousness, at least when he's talking, he talks about the spirituality process. I'm thinking about 24 hours to live your loved ones. And you know how many things that we get to not experience because people choose fear and they choose this defectiveness? So here's for the 5D mystic, when we know what people and people from our oversoul and us we get to miss out on, it's not because we have to experience those, it's actually the synergy and just moments of life that are meaningful to us in a way that is not though to those people. Because see, some people don't actually consider birthdays important they don't consider phone calls important they don't consider saying good night or good morning important they don't consider actually giving each other a hug important and when i say this what i mean is they don't go to sleep recognizing what they were able to do or not with their loved ones and that is where enlightenment soul age group we have our meaning we have our purpose and it's being a human being who participates in the life of your loved ones. And then whatever your job, your title, your stuff. So some are famous, some are not. It doesn't matter. The 5D mystic or the Enlightenment Soul Age Group person is an individual who wakes up and is happy and wants to be with all of their loved ones. They don't look at any person with an eye of your evil. No. If anything, there's, wow, that's sad. There's only sadness when we move into grown-up land because when you move into grown-up land, you realize more and more that human suffering is nothing more than a person giving up on their own self because of a defectiveness shame cycle. Thank you, Bezel Vanderkoek, Stephen Porges, everyone that has taught me about somatics and sensory motor and trauma because the feeling is that as a mystic, there's one feeling that I've known my entire life, and it's not my suffering. And it's actually what I've realized is humanity's broken heart, where they feel defective and they're not. And the Enlightenment Soul Age person will consistently say, you are accepted exactly as you are to all of the loved ones we will ever encounter in our life. And I don't know how many I have, but you better bet every single one of the people even the ones that I'm not fond of. And there's only one person that I was not fond of so far in my entire life. And that will be probably the only person and they're not even directly related to me in any way, shape or form. To this day, that person, man, has nothing to do with me. But that person too has a heart that could be in a space that is much more magical than what they've led themselves to be. So when you are one with consciousness from the perspective of a 5D mystic, with the Enlightenment Soul Age Group. It's the infinite higher human consciousness. It's people. It's not, oh, poor humanity, they're so fucked up. Oh, poor human. No, it's none of that. It's, okay, we've come a long ways. Wow, let's keep moving forward. And it's not pink-tainted glasses. It's actually maintaining a groundedness in physics, biology, mathematics and in no storyland and and the basics of what it means to have human evolution happen from when we started with animals to now so the reality is we don't make up some story just because we don't like 
things we're seeing or not seeing. We try to work with what is here and we care so much that our hearts do weigh. They weigh in a way of we want people to know that they can be alive and feel safe and have food and have water and have air. This is something that the Enlightenment Soul Age person and a 5D mystic will look to share with all of humanity. There are not sides. The people who have sides, they have not joined 5D land. They have not joined and they might not join because they don't like where we're going because they don't see a globe. Apparently, they see something different. And apparently, they still want to argue about it. And that might be for a while, because at the end of the day, for as much as I love thinking that history won't repeat itself, the wheel is the same every year. And as we move into consciousness, though, there's more likely than not going to be a good balancing because finally, we have two sides of a coin that are coming and meeting in the middle and the smart people seeing them all. So spiritual and spirituality plus the human sciences. And thank you. It's technology that has given us eyes to see energy and light and be able to explain that which before was only explainable through our ancient heritage and spirituality through Sadhguru is one place you could start. Yoga, very great. Buddhists, very great to learn about, but I would advise again from a good guru such as Sadhguru and then to keep on learning about uh, neuroscience and psychoeducation, somatics and remodern trauma to understand that because the self is you and your brain and body, so somatics and the somatic narrative. And for 5D mystics, we already knew all of this, that evil does not exist and that what exists is a person who's imperfect like I am and you are and all of us. And that when we, you know, hurt each other's feelings, that actually is sad. But we also know we can choose to be loving to each other. And that's where the compassion beyond reason is what the 5D mystic will always choose. Not energy vampires, not dark auras. We will know that that's bullshit. The minute that we hear those words, we'll be like, well, not sure about that. There was one time only that I had my quote-unquote energy sucked out of me, if you will, but it was in an instance where I had a very, very close person to me who had a bunch of tragedies happen, deaths. And I do remember that moment because as soon as I got off I was completely drained in a way that I'd never been before and I'd heard about this whole vent energy vampire and I knew and I still know my friend's background so I was like huh it's like well that's silly don't think of this that way and so I didn't pursue that thought I pursued what I knew was something normal which is their person they were in the midst of challenge I'm a person and today with the nervous system information and empathy and mere neurons and all that stuff I can understand that exchange equally and it's not an energy vampire it's an exchange of energy of course between two life forces and one person who was completely drained and it is such a tragic moment that another person was able to bring them some life force and that's not something negative or scary because as you can tell I'm still breathing and really you can't run out of energy that's not how it works energy can't harm you although people say it can it can destabilize like my lovely panic attacks I've been learning about energy and and that's where I need to learn how to 
discharge because my body four foot nine person i take up too much charge and i need to learn how to effectively get that going out so that's what i'm looking to actually engage in more and in fact on that note as we close up the 5d mystic in the enlightenment soul age group the only enlightenment soul age group is this is for you you are learning how to master the physical plane at this point in your spirituality process journey those of you who have just tapped into being unconditionally loving with yourself whether you're mystic or not but you're able to finally feel free to you know have people that love you around you have uh, the things you enjoy around you so get into that you are getting right now to do emotional mastery and you will move into potentially physical mastery depending on your interests in your life and that's where it's you who knows this so in the meantime i look forward to being back with more i hope you enjoyed this if you have any questions let me know have a wonderful day